1: At LuckyLandSlots.com, available to players in the U.S. excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
0: This podcast is brought to you by. No
1: one. Is that a podium, boys? Yeah, is that a, a, a podium? That's a
0: podium. Yeah, nice shot,
1: mate. The podium, Daniel. Thank you.
0: Mega oh, man, mega. Oh! Wow.
1: Enjoy this one, guys.
0: Enjoy it. It's yeah, a good man. feeling. wow (laughs) feels good feels good welcome to the park it in my Ferme show and on the show this week we have more car reveals f1 potentially returning to south africa the australian gp gets a facelift alex albon is fired up why ferrari are under more pressure than anyone else to perform this year I sing a love song to my boy Kimi and Danny Rick, does he finally cool through? And the incredible stat of the week. But first, the man that is basically sex on two legs. The man that is the greatest thing since sliced bread. And tastes even better, the big papa pump, Mr. David Croft. Take it away, Crofty. It's lights out and away we go. Once a week. One man emerges from the pit lane to deliver all the news, discussion, and results of Formula One. Well, that time has arrived. Sit back, relax for the Park It in My Ferme show. Here is your host, Colby. That is Right, it is your boy Cody back and better than ever with a huge show for you guys today. Everybody. I'm I'm, I'm telling you now, go to your Google Maps, search for the Fermat. You should see it over there, it's just over there, because that's where you need to park it. It is the Park It In My Ferme show. The show where we talk all things NASCAR. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound well. The show where we talk all things Le Mans. Nah, but how about it's a show where we talk all things Formula One. Sounds pretty good to me. It is the Formula One podcast. Park it in my firm, is the name of the game. If you like some jibber-jabbering about fast cars, then this is the podcast for you. Like, subscribe, follow, tell a friend, tell an enemy, sing a song, and come back for more each and every week. I'm on all the podcast streaming platforms, I I just, I don't need to tell you again, I'm stuttering because it's that unbelievable, all of them, also social media, you better believe it, Twitter, Insta, Facebook, it's there, MSN, Myspace, probably, go check, and many, many more, and what is on this mammoth show, you ask, we have more car reveals, potential South African GP returning? New Aussie GP layout in Melbourne. Alex Albon is angry and ready to fight back. Why Ferrari? Could potentially be in deep shit for years to come and if they don't get their act together. And Danny Rick finally calling through. Maybe. And a love song to Kimmy as well as our super awesome terrific stat of the week. What a show indeed. Sit back, relax, grab the nearest can of rich energy drink. Smack yourself over the head with it and enjoy the show. But first... As always, it is the news. News, no, no, news, 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 news. Cody, Formula One news, pocket in my Ferme, Formula One news. It's the pimp news, pimp news. Didn't steal this, is definitely the pimp news, pimp news, pimp news coming through your ears right now. Pocket in my Ferme, Formula One news, pimp news, yeah. What week it was for car reveals and launch dates with AlphaTauri, Alpha Romeo and Red Bull showing us what they were working on over the summer. It's a bit of a damned if you do and damned if you don't scenario for the teams. They want to get some hype around the season and the cars but we all sit back with a bit of anticipation and we just watch. We watch the cringe fest that happens. You know, the cringe fest that is the song with Danny Rick and Lando and we criticise them. So then teams attempted to post it on Twitter and you know the fans are going to criticise them for putting it, not putting on the show. So, bit of a damned if you do, damned if you don't, but let's talk about the cars themselves. I love all three. We gave McLaren so much shit for looking like the same car as last year, but Red Bull are fine to roll out the same car for the last 1,000 years and it's fine. At least they didn't do some weird Star Wars version of their car like they had in the past to promote those men. 2005, I think it was? That was fucking dreadful but all three cars this week looked great the red bull looked crisp sharp and i love it obviously i'm no engineer and we won't go into the arrows but based on looks alone it looked great i love the approach alpha towery took as well and alpha romeo with a rich dark red against the clean white was a great choice so brave compared to their last year's choice of rich dark red against a clean crisp white. Very well done there by Alpha Romeo. Can't wait to see more and more of the cars getting revealed in the upcoming weeks, but let's move on. The Aussie GP will be getting a little bit of a facelift. Pinch it right back. Look, I've been saying this for years, probably because I'm from Adelaide, that the real home of Australian motorsport should be Adelaide, but Melbourne Albert Park Circuit is horrible and boring. I've said it. I'm sticking to it. It sucks. It is the unenthusiastic hand job of Formula One calendar. It's like it's like kissing the hottest girl you know, only to find out that she's your sister. No, 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 don't like that one. Okay, okay. It's like having sex with a wolverine. There is all the excitement in the world because you're having sex, but at the end of the day you're going to get pretty disappointed when the animal bites your dick off. There you go. That's the analogy we're going with. The Australian Grand Prix is like having sex with a Wolverine. It's so bloody boring. There is no overtaking. This is the race itself. We give the Russian GP a hard time, but the circuit is just as bad. Monaco, you know what? You know what? The race? Don't like it that much. Have you ever tried racing it in video games too? You can't overtake, not without plowing your car into a wall. The organisers they put on a they put on a good show. It's a pretty looking area, but and, and because it's the first race of the year, the people are excited. You know, the Australian Grand Prix has all that going for them. But the track itself, the race itself, is just it sucks. They're looking to make you. They, but now, haha! But now the facelift comes into it. They're looking to make the turn nine to ten chicane. Is the hard breaking right hander into a hired high speed corner. Could not be happier about. It. Finally, all of a sudden that sister you're kissing turns out to be your third cousin. And you're not that stressed anymore, because kissing your third cousins is fine. On to the next bit of news. Could we see Toto bless the rains down in Africa? Now there are strong rumors out now that the F1 calendar could be making a pit stop at the Kalami Grand Prix Butchered that one circuit in South Africa As early as 2023 Couple of seasons away I agree that South Africa need an F1 race again And they do have a rich history In the sport However I have some horrific horrible horrible thoughts That come to mind when I think of the Kalami Grand Prix circuit And if you know what I'm talking about And you two are haunted by those memories of Tom Price and the Marshal Frederick Janssen van Veren in 1977. Not going to go into the details. I know that for a fact there is footage still online and it terrifies me. But it's rare that there were racetracks from that era of Formula One that hadn't seen tragedy. So we cannot hold that against them and I welcome a return to Africa. Let me know what you think. On the Facebook page, slide into the DMs if you're so inclined like your Roman Grosjean wanting to burst into flames. Does the FIA need to make a return to South Africa? question mark. But that's it. For the news.
1: You forgot to connect the drink Yes, confirmed. Is the drink? Is it on now? Okay, I'm not We forgot to connect Jimmy, you will not have the drink, sorry. And is it on or not? The drink no 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 it's a switch on or not you you mean the slow button no no it's my drinking is it emptying the bottle or not no no kimmy, no you will not have the drink
0: kimmy i first saw you in 2001 you, you could always connect the drink for me you know and i love you so much i 2007 is when I fell in love with you. You're my bae. I'm not I'm not gay for you, but I, I have to say how I feel through song. Kimmy, you make me wanna shimmy. I just want you to be in me, in my heart. I'm not gay, I'm just a little right curious. Kimmy, you make me wanna shimmy. I just want you to be in me, not my anus Man, you're famous, I'm not gay, I'm just right curious Now how does the Iceman melt your heart? From the start, I never wanna be apart I'd eat ice cream with you like every day It's the only way, don't freak out, I'm not gay But I'd connect your drinks Liquids all the time I'm not from Finland But I'd finish if you're mine Treat me like your hobby I'll meet you in the lobby You can be my Harry Potter And I will be your Dobby. You can't stop me When you're driving You're so hot I'll give you a penalty And you will scream for what? I'll be your pole position. You be my P1 Oh who am I kidding? I'm gay for Kimmy Rikin and Kimmy You make me wanna shimmy I just want you to be in me In my heart I'm a little gay He's so fast and furious Kimmy You make me wanna shimmy I want you to be in me Be my Max Verstappen And I'm your Kelly PK Ooh, Kimmy You make me wanna shimmy I just want you to be in me In my heart I'm a little gay, he's so fast and furious. Kimmy, yeah, you make me wanna shimmy. I want you to be in me. Be my Max Verstappen. And I'm your Kelly BK. I love you, Kimmy. Oh my. Oh my, we got something to talk about. One drivers are super duper competitive. They have, they have to be. They have to be by nature because in order to even get into the sport, you need to be better than thousands of other drivers around the world. It's a sport when you have been compete that you've been competing in since you were a young child to get in the eyes and get in front of the team owners and be signed to young driver programs straight away. It's competitive from before you even hit the age of 10 it's competitive we look at Formula 1 drivers as not being hungry they didn't want that win they didn't want to bring it to their teammate they seem passive or off the mark but that's not true that's not true at all I've said it Rubens Barrichello wanted to win just as much as Schumacher Valdry Bottas wanted to win just as much as Sir Lewis Hamilton he just isn't as good it's unfair to say someone doesn't want to win because they've already worked their asses off to get to where they are. And the next logical step is to stand on top of the podium. Every driver dreams of that. Alex Albon has been accused of not wanting it. Oh, not giving it, it is all. I've said it myself. And I didn't think Alex Albon was competitive. He's not ready for the world of F1, I thought. And it's too soft for the sport. But the man can drive. He has a lot of talent. And when given the opportunity, and he was definitely given the opportunity in a great car, the only problem was his teammate put him to shame. A lot of people in sports around the world, if put in the same position, would roll over and say, That's it. You know, if I was Max Verstappen's teammate, he beat me out. He's a teammate killer. That's it. I gave it a shot. I gave it a good run, but my F1 career is over. See those Michael Jordan memes online from the documentary, The Last Dance? You see those? And so I took it personally. He was hungry to prove everyone wrong that he just went out there and became the best player of all time. Also, Jordan had some big-time daddy issues as well. not going to go into those. So it was time that Albon took it personally. Gasly certainly took it personally. Pierre, my little French crème brûlée. And that got him a race win in Italy. AlphaTauri, you know, And now it's got himself a spot on my F1 fantasy team for the season as a result. Oh, I think they're going to do good. Oh, I think he's going to back it up. Albon needs to follow in Gasly's footsteps, though. He was cut by Red Bull and needs to make his way back in for the 2022 season when the whole sport gets thrown on its head. His thoughts on being replaced at Red Bull? Of course it was disappointing, he said. It's always going to be disappointing. This is our dream. And when asked how quickly changed, he changed his focus, he changed it very quickly. Very quickly, to be honest, it was one of those things where there's no point feeling sorry for yourself. You've got to get back into it and do as much as you can to get back. My goal, of course, is to be back in a seat for next year and just to be ready for this year as well. You never know what's going to happen with fitness of drivers or with COVID around the place. So this winter has been kind of making sure I'm as ready as I can be, being as fit as I can, doing all the simulator stuff, and even while hopefully getting a few days where I can drive, do some tyre tests and things like that. See, that's the attitude you need to have. He understands that opportunity was very, very important last time and he wants it back again. He's hungry. He wants to get back. It isn't the first time he's been dropped and it won't be the last. He said, he said this, I've been dropped before. It's not been the first, but what I've learned was in the end of the day, how much do you want it? I want it, I'd want it. I'd say more than anyone on the grid. And with that comes a lot of determination and I won't stop at any point. So for me, it was just about putting my head down and I got through it before. I've been able to get to where I am Because of all the hard work I have done. And as I said, I want that seat back. So this time around, watch out. Albon will be racing you motherfuckers so hard. I'm a stat man! Formula 1, stat man. Call these a stat man. Yeah, stats. Uh, I'm a stat man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, stat time, yeah. Oh, so much stats, so many stats. I don't know if this intro is even long enough. There's that many stats. Oh, stats, 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 yeah. Oh, so many stats. Uh, I'm a stat man. That's it, it's time for the stat of the week. I don't think the intro was even long enough. We definitely need to make it longer. But here is an interesting stat I'm going to tell you today. Most successful driver to never be classified in the top 10 is a man by the name of Anthony Davidson. Three times he finished 11th and nothing more. Oh, not, not impressive enough? Okay, how about this? That's not who I'm going to talk about. Like, Listen to this, listen to this. We must mention India's dreamboat, Narain Kathakaya. Butchered that one. Apart from the one fourth place at the Indianapolis Michelin Service Station race, Kathakayan managed to finish at least one race on every position from 11th through to 24th, and never higher. Are you kidding? So he finished 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. Never finished in the top 10, other than that one time. The man hates points more than George Russell, I think more than a Williams car in 2020. That's how much the man hates points. that's not bad, but I mean, there is one king of the positions. They call him the Kama Sutra. He's been in every position imaginable. Yano truly still takes the cake, who finished at least one race in every single position from first all the way back to 21st. I hope you enjoyed that. That little snack stat. And that was your stat of the Wake Outro Music Player! He's a stat man! Ooh, that was a good stat. Yeah, such a good stat. Such a, such a good stat. You know it was. He's a stat man! Hey, let's go on with the show. Cool, is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Awesome mate. Scenario 12, Scenario 12. Oh. Holy mac and cheese balls. That's another f- podium.
0: Awesome mate. Awesome. Ferrari are in deep shit. They really are. After what happened last year, finishing the lowest they had in some time, they are looking to come back with a vengeance. Especially with the most handsome duo on the grid, Charles Leclerc looking all kinds of handsome. And you already know how I feel about the smooth operator. But they need to turn it around as soon as humanly possible and the pressure is on more so than ever before. They do not want to become the laughing stock in F1. Alright, because if they become the laughing stock in F1 this year, they will be the laughing stock for the next five years. With all the regulation changes and the engine freeze happening at the end of this year, if Ferrari don't get it right this year, it may have repercussions for many years to come. They may be left playing catch-up and will fall below their sister teams in Alpha Romeo and Haas. And who knows? We might finally get to see that famous Ferrari versus Williams rivalry reignited, only this time it's for who can not finish last. Now, it's long been said that whenever Ferrari are making a good road cars, their F1 teams suffer. And whenever they're made, dominating on the track in F1, their road cars are disappointed. Well, I've just visited the Ferrari we- website there. And I'm not going to say that those cars were beautiful. But my wife just told me to stop watching porn because those curves. Oh, delicious. Ferrari, lift your fucking game. Oh okay. All right, I'm just looking through the show notes right now. I've got an interview now with Mr. Danny Rick. Daniel Ricardo. He's bailed a couple of times on us and I don't want it to happen again. All right, he's been messaging me through the week, the honey badger. He's he's all badgered out. He's said he's ready. Said no matter what happens, he'll be able to talk. He'll be good to go. He's going to it's just going to call through any any second now. Um, let's have a look. Oh. Alright, play it cool, play it cool, play it cool. Danny, how you go. Yeah, yeah, no, it is, it is Courtney from the Parking in my Fairbanks show, number one podcast of all time. Is that what you think as well? The greatest Formula One podcast ever? <laughs> Make sure you subscribe, you say, you're telling your friends, okay, alright Danny, calm down, calm down. Yes? Yeah, yeah, no, no, so I'm set up to do the interview, you ready to go? oh no again what happened this time Danny frisbee left testicle okay no you can still talk though no elephant esophagus oh my god Danny you know what I'm sick of this I can't keep doing this Danny you bailed on I've got fan yeah no I understand you're busy I'm busy too i got millions, millions of fans listening to this. And you don't want to stick around for an interview? Slide in my DMs when you're ready. I'm not going to... Nah. You say you're doing it next week. You say you're doing it next week. I don't know if I can believe you. I don't know if I can believe you. What's going to happen next week? Going to fall off a tricycle? Break your pelvis? Can't talk to us? Oh, that happened to your sister again. Oh, my lord. Lord. All right, we'll talk next week. Love you too. but oh, Most handsome podcaster going Danny you shouldn't have you shouldn't have looking forward to the season I love you too bye bye, sweetie bye well guys you heard it here first he's on the show next week that's what I'm going to take away from that get excited Danny Rick confirmed interview happening next week get excited oh I'm sad guys I am so sad well 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 that may be it for another week but it won't be long until I'm back by your side Again, whispering sweet nothings into your ear. Make sure, though, you've got to subscribe, follow Lee5Stars, call your mum and tell her that you love her and hop on all the socials as well. Don't be shy. Insta, Twitter, Facebook, you can find me, email me, send me a telegram. Send me a carrier pigeon. And just love me back. I send you so much love. Just send a little back. It's been another fun filled week in Formula One. And as always, I'll make sure I come back next week to do it all again. Weekly, baby. Well, thanks for listening. Good night. Thanks for listening.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash.